Hello, everyone. My name is Paja, and I'm your host. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Libraries in Bloom. For those of you who are new here, we feature non-traditional or innovative library services led by library professionals from diverse backgrounds. Our platform is about amplifying voices of color within the library field and ways that the library adapts and blooms to impact the environment around them, the community. Today is another short interview special. I have Muna Algeti with me here today. Muna is an education engagement specialist with PBS Wisconsin. She's here to talk about an exciting professional development opportunity for library professionals and educators across the state of Wisconsin. And I can't wait for you all to hear more about it. Welcome, Muna, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. So first, can you tell us more about yourself and what you do in your role with PBS Wisconsin? Absolutely. So in my role as an education engagement specialist, I focus specifically on the early learning side of things. Um, and so I have the honor of getting to design, develop, and implement uh, teacher education, teacher professional development that centers around digital media integration and really just enables educators to access and activate the incredible high quality and free resources that PBS offers. And then on the other side of the coin, I also get to help design um, and develop family engagement initiatives too that help um, build career readiness, um, literacy, STEM, just all of the really important skills for, you know, growing up in the 21st century and um, with young mm -hmm. with young children and their families. So it's a dynamic role that combines getting to serve young children, uh, educators, whether they are classroom teachers or library educators, um, as well as parents and caregivers. Sounds so cool. I've always dreamt about working at PBS Wisconsin or just PBS since I was a child because of their kids programming. How did you get to this point in your life? Yeah, um, it's so random, actually, because I was studying at UW-Madison, UW the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and I could not make up my mind what degree I wanted to pursue. I was all over the place. I was in journalism, but the entire um, journey of my college experience, I was working in early childhood settings, so I knew that I loved working with kids. And, you know, my whole life when I was growing up, I thought I'd be a teacher, an early childhood educator. Mm. Um, but then, you know, my path was calling me towards journalism, towards human rights and activism, towards community engagement. So I was doing a lot in the Madison community in terms of um, engaging in, in doing different, you know, presentations and, and whatnot, and workshops. And then one day I was looking for different jobs on the UW-Madison's Student Job Center, and there was a job listing from WPT, Wisconsin Public Television. And I will be completely honest, I wasn't even very familiar with what Wisconsin Public Television was. I hadn't even known that it was connected to PBS. Mm -hmm. But the, the tagline was, are you interested in community engagement, journalism, and early childhood education. And they wow. had, they, they sold it. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? All of these three different things that I'm so interested in? And I applied for the internship and I got it. And that was my door into the incredible world of public media. That's so awesome. It's nice when um, all our passion aligns with the work that we do. 
Right, right. So much easier that way. Yes. So then how did you get into or at least exposed to the work of libraries? Oh, well, I am somebody who I have always loved libraries. I've always loved working with libraries. And I've always been just so amazed at how innovative libraries are. And that's what I love so much about your podcast, Libraries in Bloom, because it highlights all of that important work that's being done by librarianship. And so um, when I was working in a small rural town called Wesley, Wisconsin, um, doing some ready-to-learn work, which was all about, again, just that early learning readiness, school readiness for young children. Um, it's a grant-funded initiative through the Corporation of Public Broadcasting and the U.S. Department of Education. Um, I noticed the way that the library would work with the school. And in a small town like Westby that has about you know 2,000 people, there were not a lot of other community organizations that could serve young students and families outside of school, outside of, you know, regular classroom times. The library was one of the only things that families and children could engage with to learn together, play together. And I think that was really my first way of recognizing, my first time recognizing that libraries can play a really unique role in their community in serving young children and families. Mm -hmm. So you're here to talk about an exciting professional development opportunity that PBS Wisconsin offers for library professionals and educators in Wisconsin. It's called the PBS Kids Educator and Community Learning Cohort. Can you share what the cohort is about? Give us a little summary and some benefits for people who yeah. want to participate. Yeah, I'd be happy to share. So the PBS Kids Educator and Community Learning Cohort, which I think I've begun to low-key rename to the Library and Community Learning Cohort, mm. um, is an exciting opportunity that blends professional development training, hands-on learning, peer-to-peer -peer connection, and program implementation into one dynamic series. Uh, one of the participants, her name is Jamie, who participated in our first cohort, she shared that it is so unique to be able to receive funding, but also receive training and, and um, program ideas along with funding. And that is just something that participating in this program can offer. And so when library staff participate in this program, they are going to be learning about high quality, ready to use educational media from PBS Kids. They are going to gain confidence accessing and implementing these resources into their library programs. Um, and really the goal is just that they are feeling more confident about integrating those digital media resources into hands-on programming, right? Lifting it from the screen into the real world for children, as well as building family engagement connections. When I was doing Ready to Learn work in Westby, I saw the way that having such high quality programs can bring in, can bring in patrons and bring in community members who had never come into the library before. Having something trusted and familiar like PBS Kids brought in families who were then exposed to what the library can offer and became regular patrons. And that was such an inspiration to me for developing this program. And so in addition to all those things I mentioned, uh, one of the most important is that by joining this program, you can make new friends and connections to library staff and communities across Wisconsin. There aren't many opportunities for library staff to meet one another and learn and network. And this cohort provides that. 
And is this in a virtual setting? And then the second question follow-up is, what's the time commitment? Mm. So these programs are offered over Zoom. So we have seven sessions on Zoom, um, different workshops that integrate knowledge building, playful learning, um, and then collaboration time. And the commitment is an hour and a half to two hours um, every month for five months. And so we usually have an hour long kickoff meeting. And then there are five one and a half hour long workshops um, although I should really call them play shops because it's not <laughs> boring in any way. You're going to be prepared <laughs> no. to feel like a child, kind of put your student learner hat on, um, and just really get to design and play with, with your peers. Um, so there are going to be five of those play shops. And then there's program implementation time. So there's usually about three months where um, there aren't any specific programs, but we say connected over Facebook and over email to continue to offer support to one another while libraries are implementing their programs. And then we come back together after that three month period for another hour long celebration to hear about successes, challenges, and just celebrating what we've accomplished over the last year together. So in total, it's a year long program um, that combines these hands-on playful learning elements as well as virtual professional development. Mm, but it's just meeting once a month, so that's totally doable. Right, right. You mentioned the uh, um, funding. Do libraries and the library professionals who participate receive any type of incentive to participate? Absolutely, absolutely. So it was really important to me that we were able to provide some sort of funding as a way to, one, thank library staff for their time, but to recognize that there are so many libraries, especially rural libraries, which make up a majority of the libraries in our state, mm -hmm. that simply do not have a lot of funding for programming. And so we are so fortunate at PBS Wisconsin Education to have such incredible, valuable donors who make it possible to offer stipends to libraries who participate in this program. And so the numbers change each year as this program evolves. Um, but last year, we were able to give out $300 to each participating library, and that was enough to cover a majority of the programs that libraries put on. And how many people do you see participate in the cohort each year? Yeah, great question. So the first cohort, which kicked off in 2021, we had about 15 libraries join us. The second cohort, which took place this year, we had 20 libraries join us. And now for next year, we already have about 30 applications and we haven't even done our oh largest my promotion. Gosh. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. We, I know we haven't even done our large scale promotion yet, which is wild. So there's a lot of interest, which is exciting. The word is spreading and people are just becoming aware of what an incredible opportunity this is, which feels really, really good. Actually, I can attest to this because I participated in the 2022 learning cohort. It was such a rewarding experience. I, like you said, I got to meet other librarians and hear about all the cool things that they're doing in their communities, which I feel like is such a need. Like I like to relate and I like to have that camaraderie. And so having you all provide that for me, especially to connect with librarians from across the state, not just within my region is very beneficial. 
And I've also asked Muna to think about some of the projects that have been implemented throughout the cohort with us. But before we get into that, let's take a short break here. We'll be right back. Thank you for staying with us. Again, joining me today is Muna Algethi, Education Engagement Specialist with PBS Wisconsin. Right before the break, Muna shared a valuable resource offered by PBS Wisconsin for library professionals and educators in Wisconsin, the PBS Kids Educator and Community Learning Cohort, although you said you'll change it to Library and Community Learning Cohort. <laughs> yes, hopefully we'll see. So, Muna, is the cohort relatively unique to the state of Wisconsin? Yes, it is, actually. I am not familiar with any other station affiliate, any other PBS station affiliate that is doing such intentional um, kind of long-haul programming with libraries. What if people from outside the state of Wisconsin want to join? Is that allowed? This is currently an exclusive program for Wisconsin libraries. Um, but I'll I'll reflect on that and think more about, um, you know, what, what might it look like to serve out of state. I know that there are other PBS stations that are interested in doing a similar model to what I'm able to offer here in Wisconsin. And so really what I would love to do is work with other PBS stations in other states and um, kind of empower them in, in accessing this model and integrating it in their communities. So... Mm -hmm. So yeah, stay tuned to that. That could be um, upcoming. Cool. So earlier I mentioned that you share some cool projects that have been implemented across the state, um, across libraries within Wisconsin because of the cohort. Can you highlight a few for us just to give us an idea of what libraries have used the stipend for? Absolutely. So this is one of my favorite things to see as a facilitator of this program is how innovative and creative library staff can be. And so we had folks like Sheva Abelis Allison over in Ashland, Wisconsin, who created a program centered around salsa making at the farmer's market. Oh, and then <laughs> kids got to take home a Molly of Denali Navagi, which is an Alaska native ice cream recipe, and an Amali of Denali uh, focused cookbook so that they could try out making their own Alaska native recipes at home and designing some of their own uh, recipes. Um, so that was one of my favorite. Another one was Brooke Newberry over at the La Crosse Public Library. She and her team were able to create a story walk that centered around the incredible story, We Are Water Protectors. And so that mm. is now a staple of the community that will be continued to use um, you know, for years to come. There are also library staff who um, created science kits and did science programming over the course of the summer. There um, was one library who created um, 
a a nature backpack so that students and families can come check out a backpack and go on a nature mm-hmm. walk. And there are binoculars and a scavenger hunt inside. Um, there was one library over at Milton Public Library. Her name's Marika. She had kiddos um, use multiple materials to make their own soil and then plant a new plant in a pot. So lots of hands-on dirty fun um, lots of water play and uh, bird and insect exploring, making rockets. It's just amazing to see the way that uh, libraries take the information that they're learning from this cohort and turn it into something just absolutely incredible. Yeah, and with the diverse and wide range of projects that you just mentioned, there seems to be flexibility and space for um, libraries to be creative and examine the need in their community. Absolutely. That is 100% my goal with this is that you you design a program that meets the needs and interests of your community and will make it happen. I am here to support libraries every step of the way through ideation to implementation to debriefing afterwards, you know, what went mm-hmm. well, and what could what could work better. Um, absolutely. So fun. Yeah, it is. And I love your idea, too, that you're going to be doing with Resound. You should share with the listeners what what idea you had. Yes. So I'm lucky because this is geared toward youth services, um, younger children. And I asked Muna if I could focus on high school students because I really wanted to use PBS Wisconsin Education's resource Resound, which features songs through Wisconsin, songs from Wisconsin, I believe that's the exact title. Yeah. And I wanted to work with the Hmong high school students in the area, get them to explore their cultural identity through songwriting, storytelling. And then the stipend that we received from PBS Wisconsin is going to support um, the supplies needed for that day and dinner because it'll be an after school program. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of a social thing, too. Yeah, I'm excited for it. So where can people find more information about the cohort? People can visit www.pbswisconsineducation.org and head over to our events page to find the call for applications, learn more, and the application link. And is there a deadline? When should people sign up by if they're interested in participating? If you're interested in participating, apply by November 18th, 2022. In a few weeks here. Okay. A few weeks. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing all that information with us. Before we go, I have to ask you one last question. Mm -hmm. With your connection to libraries and library professionals, what is something you think folks may find interesting or not know about the library today? I think it's just that libraries are really the cornerstone of community and they are able to offer so much. And I think that that's something that might not be known. Libraries are not places where people are shushed and, and, you know, to be quiet, you know, it's a place where there's, it's at least it's shifting from what I've Mm -hmm. seen into a space that really serves the community in the dynamic way that communities exist, right? Serving families, serving elderly, having spaces for classes, language classes for, you know, emergent bilinguals, um, just 
having STEM areas or maker spaces, um, offering tutoring. I know there are some libraries that have food pantries and, and, and put together backpacks for families that might need additional support. Libraries are these cornerstones of communities and offer such comprehensive care. And I think that that might be something that uh, has really just opened my heart and my mind as I've worked with libraries. And it's validating to hear you say that because you're an educator outside of the library system. Mm -hmm. uh, and so if you're able to see what the library is doing, how we're adapting, that means that we're able to do our job and meet the, the needs of the community in the 21st century. Absolutely, absolutely. And I am just libraries cheerleaders along the way. I'm here <laughs> to support libraries. I'm in awe of libraries. And yeah, it's an honor to get to facilitate a program that feels so meaningful to libraries around the state. And if you do choose to participate in the program, the cohort, Muna is amazing. She makes everything fun <laughs> and playful, like she said earlier. Thank you so much for saying that, Paja. And I'm so happy that you were able to join our cohort this year and that you have this incredible podcast that is just such a beautiful initiative. Mm, thank you. Okay, Mona, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us today? Some of your final thoughts before we go? Just thank you so much for having me and libraries. You're amazing. Keep doing the incredible work that you're doing and reach out to me if you have any questions or curiosities about the cohort or about accessing PBS Kids content in your library space, I'm here for you. Okay, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Again, thanks for sharing all this information with us and choosing to spend your morning with me today. Anytime, anytime. If you'd like to connect with Muna, her email will be shared on our website at libraryinbloom.org. Links to the content we talked about today will be on the site as well. Also, please consider sharing your story with us. We love to feature it. Or if you know somebody who's leading a cool library project, you can nominate them. Just contact us via email or on Facebook or Instagram. Alrighty, that's all for today. I hope to see you next time. Have a good one.